Hi, I'm Shade. And I'm Ami. And, and this, this is It's Frowned Upon, a podcast about sister in laws navigating through parenthood, co parenting with identical twin exes, and our newfound singleness. Join us every week as we discuss how we've been frowned upon in different areas of our lives and how we've chosen to address it. Let's start the show. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. This is Sade. It's Ami. <laughs> and today we will be talking about um, happiness. Yeah, it's frowned upon to be happy. Yeah. Why is it frowned upon to be happy? Have you guys ever asked yourself that? Like, you realize everything is going good. And we're talking in general, right? We're talking about in your life. We, it can be work. Mm-hmm. It can be um, in your relationships, mm-hmm. you know? Just in your life in general, when everything is lined up and running perfectly, mm-hmm. and you sit back and realize, like, I am genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. We, get, we we question that. Yeah. And, you know, I was wondering why we do that. Why do we have to have some sort of drama, some sort of fight in our life in order for it to be real happiness, for us to not doubt the happiness? That is genuine. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, and this is going to sound stupid, but it is what it is. It's kind of like the time when you get sick and you can't breathe out your one nostril mm-hmm. and it's annoying as hell, mm-hmm. but you don't appreciate the fact that you can breathe normally on a regular basis. <laughs> you know that's your analogy? That's, that's okay. my analogy. That's uh-huh. what I'm going with. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how I feel about happiness. I feel mm-hmm. like when everything is good and okay, right, it's it's not something you're thinking about. It's not the, It's not something you're... It's on the forefront of your mind, like, wow, everything is great. Like, it's never that. It's mm-hmm. it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. Right? And then when things are not going right, you're like, man, why can't I just be happy? But you yep. were just happy last yeah. 10, 10 years. Well, yeah. I, I can't say it's, I've been happy that long. Is it just me? It feel like happiness. It feel like when you're the not happiness of your life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say mad, sad, depression. Mm-hmm. Pick an emotion. Anything yeah. other than happy. Right. Lasts a lot longer than yeah. being happy. Cause suffering lasts longer. So mm. when you're suffering, it feels longer. Yeah. Right. Like the last thirty minutes of your job when you at work is the <laughs> longest thirty minutes <laughs> of your the, life. Right. Than like, the first ugh. seven and a half hours you just worked. Mm-hmm. Right. So it it really is torture. So when it becomes torture, mm-hmm. it feels longer. So I'll say this. Um, as you know, as you guys know, a lot of times Ami and I are very different, right? Like we're very similar, but we're very different at the same time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is like I'm a very optimistic person, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where like I see the best in people, and I feel like everyone's gonna do great, and I can get super annoying with it sometimes. And whereas Ami, on the other hand, she always has this raised eyebrow, like, mm, yeah, so this nigga you. ain't shit. I'm like, he need, all he said was good morning, Ami. So, so why you wait till 10 o'clock to say that? He couldn't say that earlier. He knows what time I get up. No, it's not that bad, guys. I'm just going along with it. But no, seriously, I honestly want to know. It's funny because our kids are that way. But They yeah. are. Cello's like that. Yeah, and Le- Lord Jesus, you're right. Um, my question, though, is a very fundamental one. What mm. is happiness to you? Mm. Happiness to me is peace. Okay. Peace is is the most wonderful thing to me ever. So when I'm at peace, there's no there's no drama, mm-hmm. there's no tension in my life, there's mm-hmm. no anger. Like I come home, I feel love, mm-hmm. I feel joy. 
you know, it's not like I cringe when I walk in the door because I don't know what this person that I'm living with is going to say or do. Right. I don't know what happened throughout the day, mm-hmm. especially like if you're in a marriage, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure a lot of married people out there can understand this. Like you sit in your driveway <laughs> when you pull up and you're just like, damn, I want to go in the south and deal with this motherfucker right now. <laughs> Shit. Spoken, you know what I'm saying? Spoken from experience. <laughs> but you know what? You, you, you swallow it. Not literally. And you, you know, go up in there <laughs> and you, you do what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. And you put on that face. You're like, all right, I got to put on white face, right? I got to freaking see what's up with this motherfucker and see what his issue is. What's wrong with him? What happened today? Here we go. Is he whining? Is he crying? Is he bitching? Is he complaining? What the fuck? <laughs> you know? And so you, you got to put on that face. You got to cook dinner. You got to tend to the kids. And you got to nurture this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, word of the day, everyone, is a motherfucker. Oh, okay. I've said it about five times already. Samuel Jackson? Not right now. <laughs> and so, um, it's stupid. <laughs> so to me, <laughs> to me, happiness is peace. Okay. Happiness so what about is you? peace. Ha- to be honest with you, this is really sad. Maybe I need to go see a shrink or something. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I never really thought about happiness and what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I've never sat and said, oh, this is happiness to me. Because to mm-hmm. me, I'm, the happiest I am is when I'm when I'm reflecting on memories that made me happy. Okay. Or memories that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. But it's usually moments with people that I care about that I reflect on. Like, oh, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that's But happening. in that moment of time when you was making that memory. Right. You wasn't happy? It's not that I wasn't happy. I wasn't thinking about I was being happy. Like, I mm-hmm. wasn't... I wasn't actually sitting there and soaking up how I felt at the moment. Mm. It's not until after the moment passed and I'm reflecting that I'm going, oh, that was a really good day. Mm-hmm. Or that was a really good event. Or, man, that shit was funny when you bust your face. Remember when you bust your face? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's the memories that make me feel the actual feeling of happiness, right? right, right. But when I'm in the moment of life, I'm not thinking about it. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't stop and be like, wow, this is great. I don't think I've ever done that in my life. Hmm. Which is, like I said, I probably need to go talk to a shrink about that. <laughs> I don't know if you really need to talk to a shrink about it, or maybe you just need to slow down and enjoy the moment. And that's another thing I was going to say. Slowing down and enjoying the moment, right? Mm-hmm. For as long as I can remember, and this is going to be like a background for everybody else to know a little bit more about me. Shadi already knows. But like growing up, my mom left when I was 12. So everything that... A mother would do clean the house cook food make sure everybody got their clean clothes like all that stupid little stuff that was never my responsibility yeah. became my responsibility right at that point um i think i just got caught up in making sure everybody else was okay you forgot right? to take care of yourself yeah like i wasn't okay. thinking about me and my happiness forget mm-hmm. me and my happiness we got to make sure everything is is running right, right. And then that transferred from being the oldest in the sibling group to me immediately getting married and then having a baby. So that just transferred over to them. Right. Where I'm just worried about them. I just want to make sure they're taken care of. And it, it trickled down so much to the point where after I got a divorce mm-hmm. and I fir- like I really had time for myself for the first time, I didn't know what the hell to do with myself. Mm. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what made me happy. Right. I'm like, so I get to sit here and do what? Yeah. Who am I supposed to be taking care of right now? Mm. Like it wasn't you and that was a foreign idea. <laughs> right. So 
I say that to say, we say we we should be happy, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of moms, um, a lot of people in general, don't yeah. know how to be happy. Or, yeah, even single parents or just mm-hmm. anybody that's mm-hmm. going through a lot where they're always taking care of everybody else mm-hmm. and they're on the back burner, don't know how to be happy, like you said. They yeah. don't know what that looks like or even feels like. Yeah. yeah. So, what is happiness? I couldn't tell you. Mm. I so, what about the time, like, when you held your baby in your arms for the first time? So, okay, let's talk about that. I have three kids. With my oldest, I wasn't married then, right? Um, my ex-husband at the time, he was overseas, and it was just me and the baby. And I was way more worried about how am I going to get home because mm-hmm. I still didn't have a car seat. So, when they put him in your arms, you was thinking about how you're going to get home. You wasn't thinking about this new baby in your arms. Exactly. I wasn't okay. thinking about the baby like, I was thinking about how, how was things going to work, right? Mm-hmm. With my second child, I had a C-section. Mm-hmm. And I was glad that she was alive because I thought she was going to die the way her heartbeat was, like, mm-hmm. dropping. So, yes, she's alive. But after a C-section, you're drugged up. Mm-hmm. They put the baby in your arms, and you're like, oh, baby. But you don't have a recollection of that. And even afterwards, mm-hmm. I think I had postpartum with mm-hmm. her. So I didn't appreciate that moment. And still to this day, I reflect back on that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that was a horrible time in my life. Right. Like, it wasn't a good memory. Okay. And then with Cello, with my youngest, mm-hmm. I don't remember sitting there thinking, I, I think for the first time, I was like, wow, I don't feel bad mm-hmm. having a baby. Yeah. That's the first time, and that's my third child. Right. It wasn't happiness. It was mm-hmm. more of a, huh, this wasn't a bad one. <laughs> It was, it was a huh? Huh. Really? Yeah. But it wasn't happiness? I don't think it was. Huh? It's not an emotion. Huh wasn't an emotion, but <laughs> my ex and I wasn't doing good either. Well, I'm not talking about him. I'm actually talking about you. Just you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is about you, not him. Because even though I wasn't doing well with my ex mm-hmm. when I had my first, yeah, yeah. when I held her in my arms, mm-hmm. like I, f- I felt so much joy run through me it was overwhelming and i started to cry oh you you feel what i'm saying like so sweet but i didn't think i wasn't thinking about him like fuck him well that's good at that point in time Mm -hmm. it was about her like it was this beautiful Mm -hmm. little creature that just came out of my body (laughs) okay and i'm like oh my god this is real right right it's alive yeah it's looking at me and it's freaking adorable (laughs) it's freaking even though it has like gooky stuff on it it might look alien everybody else but to me it was the most beautiful thing in the whole world gotcha so you. that's what I'm like. That's what I was asking, like, how do you feel at that moment? Mm. And then that moment, of course, doesn't last. Right, right. Because right. the reality set in, mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to share you with this motherfucker. Right, 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 right. And you know what? I say that me and my ex wasn't in a good place. And it, and it made me think, like, I think at that moment I was attaching my happiness to him. Mm. And how now I felt that, about him. No, that part. Right? That so, part. It overclouded anything else that was really good or positive in my life because I was focused on that. And that's the part that I think a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, I'm so glad you brought it up because it just rolled right on the air, right? <laughs> okay. A lot of us attach oh. mm-hmm. our our emotions, yes, our self-worth mm-hmm. to the person that we are talking to, involved with, married to, dating, whatever. Yep. Exactly. We give them so much power over who we are yeah. that we lose who we are. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. You'd be having a great day at work, been laughing and clowning with your coworkers, mm-hmm. and then you walk in the door, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and boom, mm-hmm. there you go. You got drama. If he's having a bad day, you, you know. about to have a bad day when you walk in that door. Yeah. yeah. Instead of it being like, you check your attitude at the door. Go on, <laughs> go on back out this house. You come back in the house with some better energy, and let's try this again. Right. Or right. maybe we can talk about it and get through it together. That part. Yeah. Like, don't come at me with it, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. I'm not your enemy. Right. And, I'm and your partner. And that's the thing. I attached, and I knew that when I, I didn't know that at the time in my marriage, mm-hmm. which I should have probably known better. But now that I'm out of the marriage, mm-hmm. hindsight 2020, I did attach all of my happiness to him. Mm-hmm. Right? I felt like as long as he was happy with me, then we'll be happy. And this is why I went out of my way to make sure he was quote unquote happy, but he was never happy. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't happy because of him, not me. Right. Yep. And that's another thing, right? Like we attach our happiness to other people, but other people, they attach their happiness to themselves. <laughs> well, not all. So what end up happening, I feel like what end up happening is we end up getting into relationships where People don't love themselves. They don't. They don't know how to love themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't even know who they are. Exactly. And that includes us. Yeah, that right? includes me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we end up attaching our emotions to this individual who don't even know how to love them damn selves. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to love you, right. let alone be able to keep you happy and keep themselves happy because they don't even know how to do that. Right. So it's a lot of expectations and it's unknown expectations that we put in on these individuals mm-hmm. that they can't live up to. Yeah. And so that's why it is very important that you take the time to know yourself and love yourself. Mm-hmm. It's really important for you to take the time to be by yourself. Yeah. You know, um, one Everyone. of my best friends, yeah. she was single for a good five years or something like that um and she enjoyed that time she took that time um she broke up with her her first love Mm -hmm. um from from college okay and you know she went on do great things she excelled in her professional career um she was doing good she got her own house and everything like that Mm -hmm. and during that time where she was by herself Mm -hmm. she actually really really got to know herself right and she recently got married, mm-hmm. and it's hard for her mm-hmm. to make that change yeah. to being a wife because she's been single for so long. Right, right, right. And she, she was able to compromise with her husband so that um, one day a week she get a personal day, mm. and I mean she gets a day away from everybody, just so she can have some time to herself because she is that person that needs time to herself gotcha right Mm -hmm. and to most people they're like what Mm -hmm. how do you take a whole day from your spouse like what you mean look at the baby be like i'm gonna take a sick day okay (laughs) i need you You to sit right here and you don't do nothing you good you good you got cartoons all right i'm out (laughs) but yeah i feel like she did it right she did i feel like she did it right taking that time where a lot of us we jump from relationship to relationship yeah. like they say that old saying the best way to get over mm-hmm. someone is mm-hmm. to get under someone else mm-hmm. and it's a horrible saying it is and even though it's temporary yeah and it makes us feel like we're happy mm-hmm. makes us feel better mm-hmm. because we're not alone mm-hmm. everybody wants someone to adore them make them feel wonderful and beautiful and sexy blah 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 right 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 but it's not real Right. And it's not going to last. It's temporary. Because you attach the yourself to someone again. I'm going to say this. We attach happiness to things, too. Because mm. I could tell you, if I eat some food, I'm happy for that moment. I'm hey. dancing. Hey. <laughs> I'm a big girl for a reason, okay? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, we attach 
happiness to things when those things are taken away or mm-hmm. those per- people are taken away or that mm-hmm. situation that perfect quote unquote job you had now you don't have it no more all of a sudden your value like the person that you are mm-hmm. you're not that person anymore and that shouldn't be the case right mm-hmm. just because something around you gets taken away it doesn't take away from who you are who mm-hmm. your true person is yeah and how happy you should be mm-hmm. so yeah, I got a lot of growing to do in that aspect because I am happy when I'm eating. Like I said, I'll <laughs> remember stupid stuff and be like, yeah, that was a good old time. But mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not, I need to slow down mm-hmm. and like just enjoy the moment at times. Yeah. Just slow down. Just slow down. And I think for a lot of us, it's hard to slow down. For it some is. of us, it's hard to speed up. They stay slow down. It you know? is. And I'm like, so, why are you so slow? Keep up with the family. What's wrong with you? I think the great thing about it is with this quarantine thing, uh, it's, us. it's forcing us mm-hmm. to stay home and get to know yourself. For those of us who are single right. and um, who are at home, mm-hmm. don't have a man, don't have a woman or whatever, you know, you have no choice but to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, you got your kids, so you get to know your kids better. Mm-hmm. You get to spend that quality time, make new memories, right? you know? I find that I I am the happiest when I'm with my kids. Yeah. Like, I, I love I those too. little monsters to pieces. So it's funny you say that, right, with the whole quarantine situation and how mm-hmm. it gives us time to spend with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I talked to, in my regular job, I talked to a cop, and the cop said the domestic violence calls dramatically went up mm. after the quarantine. Wow. And it's because spouses don't know how to deal with each other. Mm. being stuck with each other in the house (laughs) (laughs) say one more motherfucking word (laughs) boom bust them in the head with the frying pan right and they have to he's like and I hate going into these people's houses because I don't know how they live in but I gotta go in there and they're probably fighting about something stupid Mm. and I'm like dang I wonder if because the divorce rate is already high Mm -hmm. I wonder after this quarantine if everybody getting a divorce like Mm. you know what I mean I'm not saying everybody everybody but you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like that's crazy. And I had a, another older lady told me, she said, because I was like, the quarantine and everything, and, you know, how's you and your husband doing? And she's like, oh, we're great. She's like, this is the trick. You got to find somebody that you can, you can live with anybody, mm-hmm. but you got to find somebody you can't, you can't live without. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I was like, well, that takes my kids out the equation because I don't want to live with them forever. <laughs> and she bust out laughing. But, like, no, seriously, I think that's the hardest part for me is to let that person in. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I'm not as optimistic as you. Mm-hmm. So let them be doing everything right. I'm still going to be looking at them like, what's the catch? Mm-hmm. What you about to do that's mm-hmm. going to piss me off? Yeah. Well, what happened now? What happened? <laughs> you wait for that other shoe to drop. Yeah. Whereas, I know for me, um, when I'm happy, especially if I'm happy with someone, mm-hmm. um, I try to, like, I don't know, like, I, I consume it and I try to hold on to it mm-hmm. because I know it's not going to last forever. Yeah. I've I've been through a lot. Right. Um, throughout my 34 years. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord, 34. <laughs> 34 years on this wonderful earth. And it was such a blessing. Like, and every so old. <laughs> Your dad would roll his eyes at you right now. But every experience, every experience, I, I took something away from it mm-hmm. and it made me into the woman that I am today. Right. And I would say that, you know, um, one of the things I have learned is that life can be so much worse. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, it can. It, it, I, I might even go through everything that I've been through because we don't have enough time for that. Yeah. But 
it could be so much worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so when I'm happy and I'm like in it, mm-hmm. like I'm in it, I'm like, it's like a fat kid on Halloween, you get all your candy. Right. I'm like, oh, let me eat all this up right now. <laughs> let me just take it all in because I know tomorrow mm-hmm. and it might be some bullshit tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's how I am when I'm in that happiness. Oh. You know? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, let me consume all of this because this is amazing right now. Yeah. And you don't know when you're going to get the next serving. You Yeah, exactly. You don't know when yeah. you're going to get your next serving. Yeah. And so I try to hold on to it as long as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, I'd be reserving stuff. Mm-mm, we're not going to eat this right now. We're going to put this over here. <laughs> when I piss you off, I need you to remember how much you thought I was beautiful today. The next I need time. you to dig back in that pile. Go to the reserves. Go to the res- Remember, <laughs> go back to your memory bank and pull that out for me. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just one of those things. I know um, so many of us. And so here's my question to you, Ami. Yeah. Do you think mm-hmm. that it's a cultural thing? So, black women, mm-hmm. our stereotype is that we're angry. Correct. Okay. Not saying that it is correct. The stereotype mm-hmm. is out there. That we're angry and we're bitter. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to be happy. Mm. We don't know how to be happy. Mm. Do you agree with that stereotype or do you understand why we have that stereotype? Yeah. Yeah. And matter of fact, I just had to tell my daughter this, mm-hmm. right? So, and this is just schoolwork in general. She was trying to half-ass the schoolwork. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you don't get that luxury without coming back with all kinds of how stupid you are. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody else can do it. All your little friends can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Especially the the privileged ones. I don't want to be rude. But they can do that, mm-hmm. right? And the teacher will look at them and be like, okay, you just had an off day, mm-hmm. right? But you are a straight-A student, but you're also mixed. And you can't half-ass nothing because they will take that and run with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to understand that's the culture we live in. And she's like, that's not fair. And I'm like, life's not fair. Mm-hmm. So... If we decide that we don't like something because we're fed up with it, mm-hmm. the minute we approach it in a assertive manner, we have an attitude problem. We're oh, mad. yes. We are mm-hmm. whatever. We're a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is why I try to cuss people out in Japanese so that way they blame you know, <laughs> it on the Asian side. But no, honestly, I don't think that we don't know how to love. I think that our whole culture on the black side of things, mm-hmm. I think we need to establish the family unit again. Mm-hmm. I think that has been broken down to the mm-hmm. point where we're still trying to fix that. Yeah. We're still trying to get that together. Yeah. But we're human, just like the rest of the race. Just races. like everybody else. Yeah. And we have our divorces and we have our mm-hmm. split families and most of the shows and the media they they portray us as very angry. Which is sad. And, and when I say us, I mean black women. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we're very angry. We, we quick to cuss a motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to come up in this motherfucker doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Samuel Jackson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nah, you nah, you going to hear my mouth. Right? That's that's our stereotype. Like, we're going to cuss you out. We're right. going to be in your face. You ain't, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. We right. don't know how to be submissive women. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a lie. And here's what I think. Here's my little two cents. I think out of... All the cultures mm-hmm. in our country, mm-hmm. I feel like black women get beat up the most. They do. I feel like we get beat up the mm-hmm. most. They do. By Everybody. other cultures <laughs> and especially black men. Especially black women too, though. And especially black women. Within our own. Within our own community. Yeah. 
And I feel like that's not fair because I'm going to be honest with you. Being mixed, I can tell you Asian women are the number one cussing out motherfuckers in mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Word of the day, motherfucker. But mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> they will karate chop you with chopsticks. Like they, mm-hmm. The thing about it is they don't do it in front of people. They wait to go home mm-hmm. and show their ass. Whereas right. black women... We ain't going to wait till we go home and show our ass. That's We're going to show our ass in public. Right. We're going to show our ass at Walmart, mm-hmm. Target, Barnes, Steakhouse. <laughs> it don't matter. At work. Don't <laughs> act up and let, oh, we coming to your job. Now, if it's somebody that we don't know, like you're not family, mm-hmm. and you, getting cut, you get cussed out there. Yeah. You, yeah. They don't care. Yeah, see, no black women, they don't give a fuck. You can be family, <laughs> friend, sister, mother, daddy, husband, wife, auntie, cousin, nephew. Don't let no kid. The kids can get it automatically. Right. But right, I don't understand why that's a. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I feel like if you already have the stigma, say there's a guy in the neighborhood that everybody feels like don't mess with him mm-hmm. because he'll hurt you, mm-hmm. right? Then everybody automatically will not mess with him, right? Because he'll hurt you, right? If that's our stigma, why are they still fucking with us? Because they're they want to be us. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the correct answer? <laughs> it's one of those things. Is like. What what was it? So I think the kids was talking about the Kardashian braids, right? Oh, Lord. I'm like, what's the Kardashian braids? Jesus. And it was the cornrows, the two dookie cornrows that go straight back. Yeah. We used to call them like the dookie plaits back in the day, yeah. French braids. Yeah. But I know what they're not called. They're <laughs> not called no braids. damn Kardashian braids. <laughs> the Africans have been braiding hair like that for years. Yeah. But the amazing thing is... Everyone, you know, want to get like the plump lips and the big booties and want to look like us, but they damn sure don't want to be us. Did you know why? Because there's so much crap that we have to put up with. Yep. You know, and I think within our community, black women, we're not happy with ourselves. Right. Going back to what we said in the beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. we need to learn how to take the time to be happy with ourselves. We need to take the, ter- the time to be happy with our hair. Yeah. Yeah. The c- tight curl. Yes. The loose curl, the mm-hmm. full A all the way to the full C, B, D, Z. Everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the, the color of our skin, mm-hmm. the dark, the mm-hmm. light, the medium. Mm-hmm. We come in so many different shades and sizes and we all are so beautiful. Correct. But when we look in the mirror, that's not what we see. That's not we what see we everything that we don't have. We see yeah. everything that people point out is wrong with us. And therefore, we're yeah. not happy with ourselves. We're not. We let, we let our men talk down to us. We let, our, we let our sons go into the streets and get shot down by the cops. We let our daughters get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A, the, yeah. Sexualized? Sure. We'll go with that. I don't know if that one's a word, but sure. Um, Yeah, because... (laughs) So, this is the thing, right? It's not that we let any of this happen. We don't let it. This is our life. Yeah. Every time our kids go outside, Mm -hmm. we have to worry about what's going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing. Shade and I was... It was just the other day. You started reading off a Facebook post in your community Mm -hmm. where the lady said, there's a couple of black boys in the streets Mm -hmm. that is running from the cops. Why is that the only description you have? Because mm-hmm. there's a couple of black boys in the front of the yard right now, which is your your son, my son. Right. Like, can we have more of a description? Mm-hmm. What's the age? What what were they wearing? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, can we get to that? Mm-hmm. Why is it? Because that's all the cops need. A couple. Then of they black start boys. pulling out. They start pulling over all the black boys they see, and pulling their guns out. It's mm-hmm. like the kids on the side of the street. Mm-hmm. What is, what is all this for? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like. <sighs> 
at the end of the day, we have a different type of worry on our shoulders mm -hmm. than they do, right? Mm -hmm. A couple of white boys ain't going to get pulled over. Matter of fact, they have a video of when the cops come, mm -hmm. every, every black person on the street stopped. They just kind of stopped because mm -hmm. the lights were on mm -hmm. and waited for the cop to go by to continue whatever they were doing because mm -hmm. they don't want to be seen as running yep. or pulling out anything yep. or whatever. When the cops come and slow down, all the white folks did whatever the hell they wanted. The guy was on the bike. Mm -hmm. It looked like the cop was chasing the, the guy on the bike, and he mm -hmm. didn't stop. He's like, what's wrong with you? And he kept driving. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't have that fear. Yeah. Right? They don't mm -hmm. have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And so when you stop us in the middle of the grocery store and we're thinking about all of that other stuff, mm -hmm. and you give us an attitude automatically, you ain't got time to be worried about this bullshit. My son's over there. What do you want? Mm -hmm. It's automatic. Yeah. But then now they're looking at you like, why she got to be so angry? <laughs> why she so mad for? Why she mad all the time? But Black they, women. Always that, mad. But it's more to it. It is definitely more to it. And like like we were saying before, it it is scary. But I want to say this, you know, um, as we were kind of wrap things up a little bit, it's okay to be happy, you guys. Like it, it, it is. It really is. And when, when you have it, hold on to it. Like, don't shy away from it. Don't question it. Hmm. Don't doubt it, Ami. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all, Sade saying all that. And I'm like, listen. No. Y'all should see her face right now. <laughs> falling for the okie doke. That's how I feel, right? Because like, I don't feel like it's falling for the okie doke because you happy. Well, that, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, mm -hmm. when you go through life and you're scared to be happy. But why? Because say you think this is happiness. Okay. And then something happens and it's not happiness. Okay. Then you deal with it when that happens. Right. That's too much to, to handle. If my guard is up, right, and you're throwing mashed potatoes at me and my guard is up, mm -hmm. I might get hit with a little bit of mashed potatoes, but a lot of it got guarded. We're good. But if my guard is down and you throw mashed potatoes at me, I know mm -hmm. my analogies are all retarded today, but it is what it is. I'm going to get hit with all those mashed potatoes. But that's exhausting. It is exhausting. So I'm not telling you that that's the right way to do things, y'all. I'm not. Not mm -hmm. telling you that at all. It's just my messed up, dysfunctional way of handling things right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And I need to get help for it. So I'm acknowledging <laughs> this. And some people out there can relate to me. Listen, mm -hmm. I get it. The guard is up. And sometimes you feel like that's the only way you can protect yourself. Mm -hmm. right? right? But it is our responsibility for ourselves mm -hmm. to figure those things out and work on them. All I'm saying is that's where I'm at in life. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's where you I'm can, at. You can be right there. I'm what I'm saying daughter. is... Jesus, it's awesome. okay <laughs> to be happy. It is okay mm -hmm. to enjoy it just a little bit. It is. You can still protect yourself and have your guard up and can not you really? be. Yes. Can you have your guard up and be happy? Yes. Yes. Is that truly being happy? It depends on if that's up to you, what your definition of happiness is. So let's talk about, let's. For example, let's talk about Disney World real quick, okay, right? Okay. They always betray it's the happiest place yeah. on earth, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. That is their slogan. That is their slogan. When we went with the kids, all right, it was not the happiest. Was we place. happy? Mm -mm. The kids was happy. Not all of them. But we was stressed <laughs> out. Yeah. But <laughs> so for but for the most part, like they they were good, mm -hmm. but you and I were stressed out. Yeah. Because we're worried about the kids. We kept doing head counts. We waiting on these long lines. Mm -hmm. It was expensive. And it was just a long, exhausting kids day. Kids are tired. They want water. They, they got to go pee. It's, it was a long day. It that was. was not the happiest no. place on earth no, for not. us. No, it's not. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But when we, when you and I went to the beach mm -hmm. 
and we had a spa day mm-hmm. and we had sushi mm-hmm. and we sat out at the water mm-hmm. we were happy so you proven my point your what? guard was up at disney world the happiest place on earth right guards up because we got to make sure the kids don't get abducted it All was stressful thing. it is very uh-huh right but then we go to the beach, the spa, we having a good time. Our guard is down. We're just relaxed. My guard was still up with us at the beach. It was just, it was a different level because it was a lot of people at Disney World. There's still a lot of people at the beach. Mm. The reason why my guard was up when we was at the beach is because there's people there. Oh. My guard is always up when we out in public, first of all. Let's just put that out there. You're a veteran, that's why. Whatever. She's a veteran, y'all. <laughs> so my guard is always up. But what I'm saying is it's different levels to it. Do you gotcha. know what I mean? Like that event for Disney World was all about the kids. It wasn't about us. Mm-hmm. You know, that was all about them. Right. 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 We had an arguing and a fighting and a crying and all that crap. Mm-hmm. That was all about them. Mm-hmm. When we went to the beach, it was about us mm-hmm. just taking a moment. Right. But your guard was up, but not to the extreme that it was at Disney World is what you're getting at. So, right. I feel like if your guard's up, your guard's up. So but I just you- said one was stressful and the other one wasn't. So you can have your guard up and it not be stressful. Yes. That's interesting. You don't think so? No. Because if my guard is up, I'm stressed out. Period. Like, mm. So and, when you're driving, mm-hmm. your guard is up. Not really. Not really. How is your guard not up and you're driving on me? You know, you never drive and you like, yo, do you remember if that light was green or red? Like, because you oh just on my autopilot? God. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty that's... sure everyone is like, really on me? No, I'm sure people really? has had, or you're driving and you're so used to going somewhere mm. on autopilot that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, damn, I don't even remember the journey here. Mm. It has happened. But when you broke down on the side of the road, okay, that... your guard was up. Yeah, because I... You, you yeah, were scared, right? I was scared, yeah. Right. But... The journey stopped. You're, you're supposed to, You don't have a guard up when you're driving regularly, which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, no. Because you have your kids in the car and you're driving and you're a good driver, I know. So your guard has to be up. I think you're lying. No. <laughs> I just, I feel like, I feel like there's a different type. So we, I guess we could talk about different types of guards because in my mind, I don't think if your a guard, type. if your guard is up, cause I don't think when you have, let's take T. My analogies have been all kinds of crazy today. Are if you about you, to say tea? Like the tea you drink? Yes. The tea you drink. Oh, this nigga. Right. <laughs> Sweet tea. All right. When you. Get sweet tea. You right. order sweet tea, mm-hmm. and your ass get non-sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Your guard was down. Mm-hmm. This is why when you got that nasty ass unsweet tea, mm-hmm. you was pissed off because your mouth was ready for mm-hmm. sweet tea, right? That's totally different on me. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It's the same exact okay. thing. This is why <laughs> your guard is up. If you were questioning that tea, uh-huh. right, and your guard was up, you would have took a sit, and they were like, Mm-mm, "They gotta fix this." But you, you were ready mm-hmm. for the worst. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready for the worst, you're gonna get the worst, and that's gonna be scary. And that's what I'm that's what I'm saying with being happy. Okay. It's kinda like if you're not ready for the worst, if the worst happens, am I gonna be okay? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know if that made sense, but that's what I'm talking about. It made sense in Ami's world. But my <laughs> thing is this, right? <laughs> in Ami's world. I know everybody's what? probably like, what is up with her in these analogies today? <laughs> All I'm saying I'm sorry, is guys. the times where you you can be happy and still have your guard up. Okay, I I think you and I maybe when I say my guard is up, that means I'm on alert. That's what that means to me. So maybe you and our definition of guard is up. Maybe it's is different. different. Yeah. Because when I say my guard is up, that mm-hmm. means I'm on alert. So what I'm saying is when I'm let's take dating for example. Mm-hmm. When I'm with a guy mm-hmm. and I'm a I'm, my guard is up. Yeah. I'm still trying to fill him out. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm actually enjoying our date. Like we're having a good time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dang, like I haven't had a night like this in a long time. Mm. It's like, oh, okay. But I'm still on alert because I really don't know him. We're still getting to know each other. Right. And then on top of that, I'm damaged as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, Mm -hmm. it doesn't take away from that moment that we shared Mm. that was positive that may eventually become a memory in him and our relationship if we continue to grow in the right direction. And that's what healthy people are supposed to sound like. However, <laughs> with my unhealthy ass, mm-hmm. my guard is up. Mm-hmm. So with my guard being up, I'm thinking worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. What's the worst? So I could be enjoying myself to a certain extent, but I'm not going to allow myself to enjoy it to the full extent. Okay. That's that's really what it is until I can feel comfortable enough to let my guard down around you. Mm-hmm. And that's how but it is. But people going to disappoint you either way. I know. Don't that suck? Why I mean, can't that's, they just that's, like, get that's it together? just gonna happen. <laughs> so that's why I was saying, like, when those moments happen, mm-hmm. enjoy those moments because the bullshit gonna come. I know I've told you this before. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. The bullshit always comes. The mashed potatoes always come. <laughs> they always come. It always comes. My guard so is I'm up. like, when those moments, when those <laughs> moments happen. I I consume it and I enjoy it because mm-hmm. I know it's not gonna last forever. I know that it's temporary. Yeah, yeah. I just I just yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to ask. Well, with somebody like me, mm-hmm. I guess it's it's a lot to ask. I know there's people out there like me. Like yeah, yeah. No, you fool me once, do the George Bush situation. Mm-hmm. Fool me once, fool up, fool me twice. Don't do it again. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, right. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Don't I'm not even ready for the fool me once part because mm-hmm. I know my feelings gonna get involved and I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with that. That's too much. So mm-hmm. my guard's gonna stay up until I feel comfortable enough to let it down. Now if I let it down and you get me, mm-hmm. ain't no more letting shit down. Really, it's staying up. Really, all the way up. Is that what happened all the time? No. <laughs> I wish I could be that gangster with it. It's not all the time. She a whole gangsta up in here. Oh boy, the chihuahua. <laughs> it's all bark, no bite, no bite at all. Roll over on your back like Pepper. Pet my belly. <laughs> Horrible. Mm-hmm. And then this all came from happiness. So that's why I can't be happy. I'm stopping myself from being fully happy because I have my guard up. Mm-hmm. But when I do finally find somebody and we work to the point where my guard can be down and I can fully accept the happiness, mm-hmm. then I will. But you don't have to just have happiness just for somebody, though. Yeah. Oh, I was just using that as an example. Oh, but okay. I'm saying that with, you know, the sweet tea. Yeah. My guard going to be up. Okay. I'm going to try that little little bit first. Mm-hmm. It better be sweet tea. Because mm-hmm. you give me unsweet tea, McDonald's, you're done. <laughs> I ain't going to you no more. We're done. I would turn the car around and go back. And then you're going to hear my mouth. And then I'm going to become that stereotype. Right. Okay? The angry black woman. Yes. That went off over sweet tea. <laughs> over sweet tea. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Don't mess with the sweet tea. Well, as always, everyone, we'll say thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you have any topics or uh, questions or any comments about this episode or any other episodes, hit us up at it's frowned upon mm-hmm. the number two at gmail.com. Yeah. Or if you can give me weird analogies to add to my pile, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. would be great. Yeah. That w- she loved it. So go on, add her, give her, give her all that crap. All right, <laughs> confusing like, everybody. Right? What like, mashed potatoes? Is this nigga saying tea? Sweet tea? <laughs> mashed potatoes? Right? What's happening? Well, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your evening.